Good morning, and welcome to Wheeling the Pathways of Life, a production of 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, with your host, Brian Fitzpatrick, and co-host, Caitlin Fitzgerald. Wheeling the Pathways of Life is a snapshot of the day-to-day experiences of a disabled individual as they navigate the pathways of the world around us. We hope to shed light on and open your eyes to new perspectives on the lives of those with disabilities. Most of us have disabilities we must live with, but it is the way we deal with them that defines us. The opinions and beliefs expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the opinions and beliefs of this station. And now, Brian Fitzpatrick. I'm a girl who, this is Brian Fitzpatrick with, with another episode of Wheeling the Pathways of Life with Ricardo Morales uh, from the uh, CBDPW, the, uh, the uh, city, um, the city commissioner for the public works. How are you today, Ricardo? Brian, I'm doing well. I'm repositioning my yeah. speakers here to hear you better, um, okay. uh, louder. Uh, but I, I, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me in this in your program. Um, ready to answer any questions you have about uh, we, what is it that we're doing? Well, we well we talked before, so this should be easy. Uh, yeah. We talked we talk before on the phone, and I was just going to go through that list of what we discussed. Um, we, how, how often, how, how, how far in advance do you prepare for a storm before it happens? Uh, Brian, that's a... Uh... That, that that question the answer to that question depends on on what's impending right so we uh how long do we take to prepare and how off you know to prepare for a snowstorm we have to we're ready at any given time but we like to give time to our own guys uh, our staff about six hours six, you know 10 hours we're preparing 24 hours before 24 to 36 hours before a major snow event is happening. So a few things have to happen. We need to prepare our folks. We need to prepare, depending on how much snow is gonna fall, we need to prepare our contractors that uh, assist with the different, third, you know, the 30 areas within the city that we give contractors assignments to. And then if, if we have a large enough snow event, uh, a storm, we have to also notify the citizens 
about any snow emergencies declarations that we have uh, to give them time. Sorry, Ricardo, but as I understand, you are the one that uh, determines that at this point, right? Yes. Snow emergencies um, under city ordinance are the time when we have to uh, essentially declare so that uh, depending on many factors, snowfall, snowfall rate, how, how, how much snow is falling uh, per hour, uh, any accumulation already existing before the storm, uh, the temperature, the wind, all, all of that plays into when we call a snow emergency. Uh, and the main reason we call a snow emergency is to heighten the, the sensitivity uh, for the citizens uh, around, around Pittsfield when, when it comes to using uh, driving on the road, but also to uh, enact the alternate side parking rule uh, in which we ask everyone to park on the street. You're still allowed to park on the street but you have to alternate uh, from one side to the other on a 12-hour basis for two days. Just, uh, just so I can let people who are just joining us in on what we're doing, we're talking about uh, points of preparedness and what it takes to put it together and what it, what this, what the citizens of Pittsfield can do to help out, man. What I, what I right. can do, what I can do is, I a member of WTBR and with my own show, wheeling the pathways of life, um, to assist you in anyway. And by the way, folks, you listening to WTBR FM. 89.7 and you watch this on I on uh one and your cable system. Uh you prepare like 36 hours between 36 and 48 hours. Um respectively yes so take the the example brian of last uh last storm we received over the holiday weekend uh friday night into saturday morning we were preparing since thursday evening where i was on the phone with um the highway superintendent um the Friday morning, we were on the phone again, uh, making sure that we, even though uh, it was a holiday weekend, we were prepared to respond adequately. And uh, because of that preparation, we were able to respond, even though the forecasts were uh, showing uh, not more than three inches of uh, snow accumulation in Pittsfield. And, uh, you know, the end result speaks for itself. We received on average um, close to 10 inches uh, in the city uh, overnight, Friday night, you know, into Saturday morning. We, we had areas in the city where we saw a foot of snow 
in in that span? It, it didn't look like it on my end because you did such a good job cleaning it up. I didn't think we got that much snow, but we did. So good job, good job for cleaning it up the way you did because uh, it wasn't even, I didn't think we'd get that much. I didn't think we got that much snow. Yeah, we, we had some areas saw six inches, some areas saw eight inches, uh, 10 inches up to 12 inches. Mostly the higher elevations saw more, more snow and the um, the western and northern parts of Pittsfield saw the higher snowfall uh, accumulation. Uh, you can use boiling the pathways of life in any capacity you need to to get information out. There is a there is a website that people can go to to report any um any highway um any highway yeah. you do you want to go through that real quick or do you want to go through that now or do you want to just stick to winter preparedness well let me let me let me first say that we do have a uh per storm survey that we issue um uh we weren't ready to roll it out for last uh, last storm, but we will be ready moving forward. Um, it, I guess it helped that we didn't have, uh, that, that we were able to respond in a very good way. So we didn't have much, uh, complaints. Um, but it's, it's a survey that people can tag, uh, um, and, and input the quality of the work that the highway division and contractors and everyone else doing work can, can, talk about and, and rate and not just quality, but um, also uh, the response. So how quick and how well, how, how quick uh, the response was and how well the response was and location. That's that's specifically an, on a survey level to allow us to understand how well we're doing, how well our contractors are doing and our, and our own staff. Is that something you yourself put in place, or is that something the city put in place? We, I, I put that in place. So it's a, it's a, it was new last year, and we are, uh, uh, re, we're rolling it out again this year, so that it's uh, constantly being used. Um, and like I said, you've got a street, like a, you've got like a. Area where they can uh, put any complaints in about the streets and yes. stuff like that. Yeah, that's the, that's a, a phone app called PitSmart, and it's uh, run by a software called Acela. So we we uh, get about my department. So across this across City Hall, across the different departments, uh, everyone a lot of departments use it. So not just public services and utilities, but also uh, fire, the fire department uses that application, uh, building inspectors uses that application, um, and the the building maintenance personnel, uh, the health department uses that application. So uh, many departments use it, but by far my department is the one that has the most use. 
because of obvious reasons. We have, you know, we take care of the work on the street. It's the stuff that people interact with on a constant basis. So if you have any concerns, any issues, any questions, any requests about guardrails, road uh, potholes, um, you know, paving requests, um, line painting, street lights, signage, uh, dead, uh, you know, animals on the street, trash removal issues, uh, all of that can be input, you know, you can put that in the system and it gives us a notification and we can track and we can uh, interact with the uh, person that generated that request. Uh, that sounds like it's a lot of you. Is that the case? That sounds like it's a lot of help to you and take a lot of pressure, pressure off of you. It, it helps in two ways. So in many ways, I guess, but two that come to mind quickly is uh, our ability to be accountable. Um, so when someone puts in a request, we track that information and that's recorded. There's a there's a trail of someone asking for something, someone responding on the other side to that request, and all of that is documented. Um, and then the other in the other way that it helps is uh, obviously it creates a work order for us uh, to to be able to respond in a in an orderly fashion in a in a way that uh, allows for us to plan our our work ahead. And one third way that that system helps us with is look at historical information because we have. Um, you know, we have all of that information logged in the system. We can go and uh, we we have it's it's mapped. So we have where in Pittsfield every single item was requested for. So, for instance, uh, we can look back where every pothole request a request to fill a pothole was put in. So we know if we look back, we know how. Yeah. And where, where, the where the problem areas are. You know, yes. the pro you know where the problem areas are. Um, Ricardo, we do want to talk about the, we still want to keep talking about the um, winter preparedness, but I also want to talk briefly about the. Brian, you froze there. I may have lost connection here. Ricardo. Brian, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, good. I can hear you now. Um, did you... Uh... Um, you want to talk about the sidewalks and what we're doing with the sidewalks and yes, like that, that as well. The the 
the mayor, uh, the mayor announced uh, a while ago, a few few weeks ago, uh, next year we're going to be uh, dedicating some of the money that was given to us from the federal government um, to repave or repair uh, repair sidewalks in in the city. So we are working quickly now to put together the documentation on how you know to contract that work out. Uh, most of the work will be contracted, uh, you know, through a bidding process. Um, the, wherever we have asphalt sidewalks, we may be able to do it uh, in-house. Um, the important thing is that we now have uh, the ability to prioritize uh, where the work is done. Since this past summer, the city has, for the first time, a comprehensive um survey of every single sidewalk um and in its condition the level of distress the every distress point like where cracks are where uneven panels are heaving panels um missing uh sections uh, within within a sidewalk um all, all of that is has been documented we we now have and can use that to plan our work. And just so people know, you also have where crosswalks are a problem too, thanks, thanks to me, because you and I work together on- Definitely. On crosswalk, uh, crosswalk initiative. Absolutely. When, when we went out and looked at uh, street light being timed and stuff like that so we could are we still working working on that or um, is that work completed at this point brian uh without that advocacy i think it's been, it, it would be uh slower to come uh so this this is still a slow process let's say like, i'm gonna be honest it's still a slow process but I think we're further ahead than uh, two years ago because we, we've been we've made progress on how to uh, prioritize our our work. Yeah, and I think that uh, I think we need to do it, especially now with COVID. I know that's difficult, but I think we need to do it periodically so we can. Just stay up on it and see what we can do. I agree. I would be definitely open to that. Um, is that something uh, you as a commissioner would still want to be involved in or would I have to call the city um, engineer? I, I, I would love to have uh, you work with the city engineer. I want to still be involved, but I think the role of the city engineer is an important one when it comes to understanding the needs for uh, having accessible sidewalks in the city. You will, you will connect me with the. I will. Um, I hope there's good in you because. Yeah, I will. Because I, I hope there's good in you because you know me. I put you through your paces. I put you through your paces. Yeah. Um, but uh, Ricardo, back to the uh, back to the winter preparedness for a little bit. Um, what's the best 
What's the best way in the case of something comes up and we need something right away? Do we call do we call the DPW or do we call yes. the So the best way, the way uh, to get a response immediately is uh, to put a call into the highway division. So 413-499-9314. Okay. And uh, either leave a message or someone will answer. They're, uh, so they're always either, if no one answer, answers, leave a message. And we are constantly listening to them. Um, the other way to get uh, a quick response would be to send an email to uh, Vini Barbarata, the highway superintendent. Um, that would be uh, vbarbarata at cityofpittsfield.org. Um, or do what I do because I got the inside information is I should text you. Yeah, you can text me, Brian. You You get to do that. Um, yeah, because <laughs> I did it one time on a Sunday afternoon and you responded within maybe an hour. Yep. Maybe an hour or two. Um, so, Ricardo, I'd like to do this. Um, we still got a little bit of time because my show is 57 minutes, so... I gotta leave three minutes uh, to other side, but uh, um, what, I'm, what I want to do is set up a reoccurring schedule with you um, in the wintertime and then again in the summertime so we know what you're doing as far as the uh, streets and stuff like that so that uh, we uh, know what what areas to avoid and what areas um we can uh you know what areas we can help as citizens to be able to help you make it easier for you i appreciate that and i i really think i can now with zoom now with the ability to do zoom and well, the reason why we couldn't do this live is because I'm not prepared equipment-wise and time-wise to be able to cook myself up fast enough to do this live right away. But when I get that, when I get to that point, I love to be on the emergency response team for the city. So maybe we can. Uh, Maybe I could connect with the police department and the radio station and be one of the ones to um, get the word out there as quick as I can. So, yeah. I just love, I love the opportunity to work with you when I look forward to any future something you need me to do. And, WTBR and Willing the Pathway to Life is here for the city of Pittsfield and for the DPW and every other agency in the city of Pittsfield. We can 
do what we can do. We can't do it all, but we can show up for the big dip. You know what we can do. Right. With, with the ability of WTBR and with PZT TV, we can, we've got three channels plus a radio station now. So, I mean, we've had the radio station for three years. Um, and I think this has been a great, this has been a great uh, partnership between the school department and the radio station and the TV station. So we're going to, and I'd like to thank you publicly for supporting us. Personally, I um, was watching the uh, one day one day thing, and I heard your name come across, and I we really appreciate your support as well. Thank you, Brian. I think it's very important work that we we all do here and what and and what we're tasked with you know making um making the space we live uh and and use uh safe and accessible for everyone no matter whether you're on a car walking on a wheelchair uh you know with any sort of disability mobility restrictions on a bicycle uh pushing a stroller you, you feel could, safe using the street. If you could remember two years ago, what stuck out to you the most as a problem that you either worked on or you noticed um, that you hadn't noticed before? Uh, well, um, I may be. I may have been more optimistic at doing things quicker. Uh, two, three years ago. Now I, I know the true length of doing anything in, in government. So it takes time. Um, and I have had some hurdles over, over the time, you know, when doing work, uh, maybe uh, I, I've learned that I need to communicate a little better with uh, uh, people of, you know, affected businesses and stuff like that. So I'm constantly reassessing the way I do things and including and, and being better prepared to, you know, what, when I do new things. What I'm saying is what stuck out to you the most on the day that I walked and needed to be worked on. And well, it's the, 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 the one thing I, um, two things I recall that we need to address quickly and we've begun addressing that uh, on on future projects, and and we're looking at ways to addressing on existing infrastructure. And those are uh, the time of length that it takes someone crossing the street is is wildly miscalculated on in North Street. So we we have we allow for timers for pedestrians to cross the streets on signalized intersections, yeah. and the timing we have given is not enough. So we have been adjusting them, making the crossing safer, making you know instead of yeah. you crossing four lanes of travel, you're now crossing two. Oh man, and just so people can remember, I'm okay, but I 
Actually, I'm coming over um, during the crosswalk with all the police department. You there, and the mayor there, and a couple members of the city council, but I, I used it as an example, and that's why we did it. We learned a lot from that experience, and you know, I'm not glad I almost got run over, but I'm kind of glad it happened that way because you got to see in real, real yep. time what it was like, you know. And me, me doing it by myself, it was next to impossible. It still is in some aspects as far as crossing the street by myself yep. because, because had I been alone during that time when I was crossing North Street, no time. Well, you know, Brian, we're, we're, we're always busy. We're doing, you know, work. Um, and, and all we do is it's very important for everyone that uses the, the right of way. Um, and one of those projects right now on their way is on Tyler Street. We're gonna we did the roundabout, but next spring we're gonna start with the sidewalks. Um, so all all over Tyler Street from from First Street all the way to Woodlawn Ave, we're gonna redo the sidewalks. And we've learned from the walk we had um, two years ago. We've we've learned on the mistakes that have been made on designing. Uh, proper sidewalk for someone that's using a wheelchair, someone that's either wheelchair bound or I has know, mobility problems. I know the sidewalks right, right outside my house are way too small for a wheelchair to be. Right. Way too small for a wheelchair to be on. And I have to ride in the street to, to go anywhere on the street. And what I'm, what I'm glad about is in one way, I've got a one way, but in the other way, if I'm going the other way, I got to be real careful. Yeah. Because I don't want to make every street a one way just in case a wheelchair needs to go through there. But I mean, you know, we got to really work on getting, uh, because our generation. It's getting older every day, and we're going to wind up with a lot of people in wheelchairs and stuff like that. So, right. we get older, so we're going to have a bigger problem than we already do if we don't take care of it now. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, so, um, yeah, I look forward to really working with you. Um, and I look forward to working with uh, uh, the mayor's office and uh, uh, Roberta and seeing what we can do to make this happen because without my, without my advocacy in the handicap and the disabled community as a whole, and I want people to know they can call me or text me on my cell phone, and I'll get that out at the end. But um, 
what I'm suggesting is we all get together and number mind you, but we all we get as many people together as we can and sit down and have a meeting once in a while and just say, okay, this is what needs to be done and can we do this? With the understanding that it's not gonna happen overnight. Because nothing does. Yeah. I um Ricardo, um, do you have anything specific in either um either subject like the streets and streets during the summer and uh stuff like that? Uh, projects for the summer. Projects for the summer. All winter preparing. Oh, well, we're uh, we're we're preparing this winter. We're preparing for uh, the you know planning ahead for the summer work, and and that includes Tyler Street, uh, the Tyler Street area reconstruction. Uh, we're working on our uh, you know continuing to do finalized work on the wastewater treatment plant. We're doing some work you know, finalizing the Western pressure zone water tank around the airport. So that's coming on live soon. Yeah. Um, you know, we're busy. Ricardo, while I got you and while I got a minute or two, what's going on with the building where the old civil defense used to be? Where, Which building? Uh, the civil defense. The old fire station over here on Tyler uh, Street. Yeah. Um, I believe so. Uh, that's not under my purview, but I what I heard is that it was uh, a, an RFP was uh, re uh, a proposal was received through an RFP uh, process, and it's being developed for apartments. Whoa. Thank yeah. You. Now imagine that living on a, on a historic historic uh, fire fire uh, station. That's gonna be interesting. <laughs> That's gonna be cool. It's, and it's right next to a ice cream boy so <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's a good that'll one. Cool. That'll be quite interesting. Um. So, is there any other um? projects going on in the city that uh, people um, need to know about. Um, what cops are we working on getting in the police, the police station, stuff like that? Do you know if that's moving forward or anything like that? Or is that how you prove? I, I do not know, Brian. Okay. Okay. That's that's how you prove you. So, um, so Ricardo, I think that uh, I think that uh, if I can get you to commit to doing like at least twice a year or yeah, uh, as needed. Like if you if you text me, I can get you on within them. Whenever, whenever, whenever you want some, some, uh, looking for some slots, and and you know you can call me or text me, and whenever I can 
I have uh, some announcements to make. I can I can call you or text you. Yeah, definitely. Because I need to I need to stay available for you, and I need to stay available for the um, city as a whole. And I need to when I do the show. I'm not only doing it for me. I'm doing it for other people too. But I know. Help, Helpful for us, helpful for me, but pretty much I'm doing it for other people too. But uh, I really think that you're doing extremely well, and I'm glad to um, be able to follow you from the city engineer to the uh, Commissioner of Public Works, uh, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, thank you. I think that we're, this has been Brian Fitzpatrick with Wheeling the Pathways of Life uh, with Ricardo Morales talking about winter preparedness and some of the projects going on within the city. Um, thank you, Ricardo, and it was great to talk to you, and you can come back anytime. Thank you, Brian, for having me here. And I'll send you, what I'll do is when Mac gets the recurring link to me, I will send you the recurring link so we can, uh, connect a little easier so we can connect on a constant basis so we can keep up with each other and figure out what we need to do. Thank you. All right. Thank All right. you, folks. This has been Brian Patrick bringing you another episode of Wheeling the Pathways of Life. Thank you for joining us for Wheeling the Pathways of Life, a production of 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, with your host, Brian Fitzpatrick, and co-host, Caitlin Fitzgerald. May you and yours have a beautiful day, and we'll see you again next week. I know you're happy and I'm happy.